on the block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block here on 93.7 The Ticket. We're brought to you by the Mercado. Proud to be the sponsor uh, by Mercado by Piedmontese. So uh, thank you to those guys for helping us out. And I'll throw the banner up here on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers uh, video stream because I uh, forgot to do so. But uh, there we go. Correction made. Uh, and let's uh, talk a little bit about this. I want some engagement from you guys. You guys that have been watching Husker football for a long time because I want to know what you would think would happen if we could just do this. We could make uh, Steve Peter Peterson's mistakes not hurt us all the way back in 2003. Nebraska, of course, in 2002 went seven and seven under Frank Solage. The next year would go ten and three, and then you know we we all remember the lines. Uh, we can't let this uh, conference we can't fall to mediocrity. You can't let the likes of Oklahoma and Texas run the conference. And since then, uh, things have gone awry for Nebraska football here and there. I I don't like to say that uh, as a blanket statement because there's been some good years and some good times as well. Uh, but uh, with the power of Hindsight, do you think the last 20 years would have been better if they had they kept Frank Solage that whole time? Now, that's a big question. I know, you know, you could probably run it through your your your, your head and kind of think, well, I think he'd make it to 2010 or something like that. But I'm saying in this scenario, he makes it all the way until uh, the modern day, 2022, going into this season. Uh, granted, he didn't go into last season either. So, I mean, I, I guess he didn't coach last season, so you could do it to the previous season. But up until now, uh, Frank Solage was honored uh, at a at a uh, an event here uh, Friday night, uh, so it was very cool. It was the winningest coach uh, ever in the MAC. Uh, of course, just kind of put Ohio football on the map, basically, and uh, and was one of the older coaches uh, by the time he did retire a couple of years ago. And uh, so a lot of opinions out there. So let us know. 402-464-5685. Let's just go down this path and kind of think, what would Nebraska football look like 20 years later had Solich stayed. Now, the obvious question to start is that you would probably, he would have to move away from the option offense. I don't think the option offense would stick around uh, as long, uh, you know, and, and that's what Nebraska wanted to do in 2003 anyway. So, uh, you know, I, I and he, he didn't run that necessarily at Ohio, usually some type of spread offense, pistol offense at times, um, but, uh, you know, run-based. So you're still kind of getting that from Frank Solich. Uh, the recruiting, obviously, had dropped off from Tom Osborne, but still, you'll get 2003 team with, you know, Demorio Williams and I think Fabian Washington was probably there. Uh, Barrett Root. I mean, they had some they had some guys. They had some dudes there and, and maybe could have projected that moving forward. And then the other part about it that would have been fascinating is he had Bo Pelini as his defensive coordinator. How long would that have lasted? Probably several years until he would have been picked away. But uh, Strickle, I'll allow you to go first. Uh, do you think that Nebraska, the power of hindsight here, would be in a better position had they kept Frank for 20 years? Well, let's, let's be honest. I mean, you can just look at what he did from 2005 to 2020 at a program that is not Nebraska. And, and you know, to go 115 and 82 only in his first four years did he even really struggle. But after 2009, he led the Bobcats to a bowl game in all but one normal season since that point at a place that is not Power 5 level. So I think that's something to look at. I think when you also look at his tenure at Nebraska, 
by all metrics, by all means and all standard, he was a success. He had an overall record uh, there uh, at the time of his firing at 58 and 19. He had only he had he, he, he never had a losing season. He won a Big 12 title in 1999. He had three finishes in the top 10. The Huskers also um, have not, when you look at it from that point on, from the time that he got exited from being at Nebraska, from that point on, Nebraska has not won a conference title or even had a top 10 finish since. So we all know that, you know, Ohio is not Nebraska. We've come to agree with that at this point. So I just think when you look at it, he's, 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 uh, what else has he done? He's, well, shoot, in the last 10 years, He's also won nine bowl games and had four bowl wins. So, you you know, you do the math. Yeah. Now, here's another thing to look at. With Solich, he had four 10-win seasons. That's a 60% out of six now. Four out of six. So, that's a 66% win percentage over 10 wins. Since Solich, it's only been four 10-win seasons out of 13. That's a 30%. You do the math. You do the metrics on that. With Solich, it's a 9.6 wins per year. Um, I'm sure Nebraska would be excited to, to have gotten 9, 10 wins each season. The, the games in Memorial Stadium would have been significantly uh, more exciting, so yeah. to speak. So since Solich has left in 217, look at how close it was. In 217, there was a win average of 8.3 wins per year, but that has dropped by double since 217 to barely only over barely at four or five. So do the math on that. <laughs> I think, you know, a 20, a, a, a finishing in the top 20, a number two ranking in the top 20, a number seven, a number seven, then go unranked in a number 22. That's in six years. Come on, somebody. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't even have to speak on it no more. Yeah, I mean, and, and for context, for, for people that uh, maybe didn't live throughout the Solage era, you have to remember that in 1998, when he went 9-4, uh, and four, that was uh, that was crazy. Nebraska never lost four games. They finished in the top 20. That's not where Nebraska belonged. Nebraska belongs in the top 10 is where we were thinking. It's his first year. So that was kind of a mark against him. First year, whatever. And, and you know, as it went on, it became, I mean, he was very reliant on Eric Crouch. Um, and, uh, and it seemed like the recruiting wasn't keeping up with the Osborne days. So he's basically the guy that replaced the legend. And that's where he was, that's who he was being compared yeah. to, which ultimately led to his downfall because uh, in 2002, not 2003, they gave him another chance after 2002. He went seven and seven. Um, sacrilegious at Nebraska. You could not, there's no way you could go seven and seven, finish 500 that's at Nebraska. That's blasphemy at Nebraska. Yeah. Blasphemy. So, I mean, that's pretty much what got him fired. Then the next year they did go 10 and three, a record Nebraska, a winning percentage Nebraska has not met since. Um, but at the same time. Well, they time, were nine and three with Solis. They let him go and then both. That's right. Yeah. Took over and won that extra game and got him 10. Yeah, that is correct. And, uh, and so as, as you kind of play along here too, uh, I think that the, the fun part about it is he probably would have kept Bo Pelini around. Remember Nebraska had the one year with Bo Pelini yeah. he was somewhat of a of a of, of maybe a finalist for the job but didn't seem like he had the, enough experience he just kind of liked the fact that he led Nebraska to the Alamo Bowl win over Michigan State in Solch's absence um, but uh, I think you would have probably had four or five you know six more years of Pelini and this would be really good like prime defensive coordinator Pelini when he was Pelini. really good at it this is not you know really LSU good. there at the end um, well I mean you saw that Bach in his return when he came the defense was ranked oh, yeah. 55th when he arrived 
And that that dropped immediately in that next year to eleventh. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I could see something like a. Um, maybe not quite. I don't know how many titles he'd win as far as the, the, you know, the conference goes. It's hard to envision the change over to the big 10. How would he, you know, I, I think maybe it could work out a little bit there. This is, this is really well, going over 20 it years. It would have got good running. I mean, I think the running part of it would have translated able to fare. Yeah. yeah. It would have translated, you know, he obviously he would have made the adaptions on the style of play and, you know, maybe three wides, four wides. Right. You know, and he did at Ohio. I think it would have been good, very tight end strong. I mean, he's been around on good tight ends. Yeah. Johnny Mitchell's and we can go on down that line. But um, so I think you could have seen that translation. Uh, it probably would have been a better translation for him to the Big Ten than it probably was for the Big 12, I think. Because yeah. the Big 12 was wide open. It was Texas Tech. It was running yeah. gun. It was fun. Everything was blown A lot out, of yards. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting, too. I, I mean, I think that ultimately, as I kind of think about it, I think that Frank Solich could have had a very Kirk Ferentz like tenure at Nebraska. Yeah. Right? Kirk's been yeah. there since 99. Um, obviously, Frank was let go a few years later after that. Again, I don't know if he'd win. I think Kirk has like three Big Ten titles early on in there. I don't know if he would have would have done that. Maybe would have won two or three. Uh, maybe would have won two. Who knows? He, he But he would have had uh, Nebraska, I think, a lot more consistent over the years. But, of course, that's not what Nebraska was looking for around that time. They were looking for titles. Uh, and, uh, of yeah. course, that, that hasn't played out either. Uh, let's go to the uh, Sardar Amon text line, 42464. Five six eight five. I know some of you guys would have an opinion here. Uh, Mark says Frank would have pulled a Pelini-style record over the over the years with one to two Big Ten championships, maybe one BCS game. I miss him and went to Kansas game a few years ago to say hi. Shook hands at, at halftime with him. He was gracious and appreciative. We came down in our Husker gear to see him. Uh, free drinks at the bars and tailgates all day. By the way, uh, asked why we were there. We would simply say we miss you. Very cool. That's a that's a that's a good that's fan. A good I, and 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 Frank is uh, you know is a great guy by all indications. So that would be pretty cool um brian says just add 10 percent winning percentage to our record but that's no small i mean 10 percent would be would be helpful um but maybe not quite as high on frank over the years um phase of five times uh definitely wants to once <laughs> wants, wants a different situation to kind of be played out what if tom had coached another 10 years that certainly would have been a completely different story and and who knows maybe another national title in there i think the 99 team maybe under under tom would have won one uh and then uh ben says if sold stays and we get good in regularly appearing in the winning Big Ten, Big Twelve championships to even go to the Big Ten, so you can kind of throw that out there as well. Maybe that would be uh, something that might not have happened. Could have changed the course of history. Uh, but there is a lot of money in the Big Ten, as Dick is pointing out, <laughs> and that's that's turned out good for Nebraska. I don't know if you'd want to. You you might have to ride the rocky wave of the Big Twelve if you stuck there, uh, even to this day, where it's, you know there's going to add four more teams, Texas and Oklahoma leaving. Be kind of strange, but in any Felt case, like the Goonies. Hey, hey listen. <laughs> The big, the big Twelve right now is like the Goonies, Rocky Road. <laughs> That's right. Very. Who knows what's coming up next? For sloth, us. like sloth on the Goonies. Yeah, it's Rocky right now, baby. Oh, that's a fun exercise. I always like going back in the past and kind of thinking. But you know, since Frank was was honored, and he's a guy that I think everybody pretty much respects, understood that maybe things weren't heading in the greatest direction, and also understanding that Nebraska has not uh, headed in the right direction since then. Um, you kind of have to go 
down and go through your own thoughts of, about what would have happened. But again, I think maybe something similar to Kirk Ferentz there. Not always uh, championship driven, not always uh, in the hunt even, um, but certainly from what we've seen at uh, Frank over there at Ohio, uh, would have been able to adjust to the time changes and all the things that were going on in college football over the years. So that's kind of a cool little exercise we had. Uh, how about a, a cool game show that we do every day? Your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. It is time for Shootout with Strick. You just have to beat Strick in our, in our game show. It's a either or type of questions. Tell the final question, which is the money ball, worth two points, like a three-point shootout. Give us a call right now, 402-464-5685. The first one to do so will claim their spot and have their chance at $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. That's coming up next here on The Block.